Welcome in to the Bear Down Podcast right here on the ESPN Chicago app. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdal. You can listen to our show, Black and Abdal Weeknight, 6 to 8 right here on ESPN 1000. And we talk Bears football with you Tuesdays and Thursdays right here on the ESPN Chicago app. Week 4 in the NFL, Abdallah, the Bears are on the road in New York to face off against the Giants. Two 2-1 two teams on Sunday at noon. This should be a good game. Yeah, it should be, and I think that we could literally show the Texans game again, and people would be like, okay, they beat the Giants. You know what I mean? Because like, I feel like the, the game plan is going to be the same. I know a lot of people want to see more from Justin Fields. We do, too. Trust us. The Bear Down Podcast, Black and Abdallah. We want to see more from Justin Fields, too. And the recipe is there because I feel like we could just take the podcast we did, the preview one for the Texans game, and just say the whole thing again and how the Giants are really bad against the pass and they're giving up 250 yards a game and all this kind of stuff, and they're 25th in uh, in passing DVOA for on defense. And we can say all the same things we said about the Texans because the Giants are essentially – the same team on defense. They're really bad against the pass. They're really bad against the run. And both these teams are very good running the football. So I have a feeling you could see the same kind of game plan. We'll try stuff with Justin Fields early. We'll see if we can get him going. If not, guess what? We're going to run the ball a bunch because our goal is to win a football game. You know, before we get to uh, listen to Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields, who spoke to the media on Wednesday, Adam, uh, the one thing that I think we kind of look at with this matchup is statistically – the Bears may have the upper hand in a majority of categories when we compare these two teams, which I think a lot of people kind of looking at this matchup, you see the 2-1-1, but you beat a 49ers team in some slop. You beat a Texans team that's probably the worst in the NFL, and, and you kind of find a way to make 2-1 look negative, a lot of it based on the quarterback and the, and the play that he's had to this point in the season. But statistically, the Bears, and a lot of advanced stats suggest have the upper hand heading into this matchup. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just overall DVOA, they're uh, 23rd right now. The Giants are 28th. They're 11th on defense. The Giants are 28th. On special teams, the Bears are 12th. The uh, Giants are 13th, so a slight advantage there. And then if you look at offense is where there's a little bit of discrepancy. Offense, the Giants are 20th because Daniel Jones has been playing better at quarterback than Justin Fields, and the Bears are at 28th. So I think when you look at it, and but also if you look deeper in the DVOA numbers, on defense, the Bears are much better. But also these teams, like if you look at it, passing DVOA and uh, on the offense, it's not that great. It's not that much of a discrepancy. The Giants are 25th. The Bears are 32nd. But when you come away on the rush... The Giants are 11th, the Bears 6th. So on offense, there's not that much of a discrepancy when it comes to the passing game. It's just that the 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 Giants are that much better, just slightly better, because Daniel Jones has been playing better. I think we saw that on Monday night against the Cowboys. He's making a lot of good short throws, right? He's making a lot of good four-yard throws, five-yard throws, six-yard throws. He's not making the deep ball. Like, this isn't, you're not going to have to worry about the speedsters getting down. And also, this is a Giants team that is banged up on, on offense. They don't have a lot of weapons right now. They still have Saquon Barkley, and they can run the ball very well. So it's going to be tough on 
uh, Matt Eberflus' defense to try to tackle. We heard it from him a couple weeks ago, or a week ago, talking about tackling and what you can look for when you're tackling and how they want to wrap up guys around the hamstrings and take them down rather than on the ankle or high up. Because, listen, Saquon Barkley will carry you a couple yards before yeah. you bring him down. He's going to slip through ankle tackles. This isn't a game where you just kind of jump on and try to knock the ball out of Saquon's hands. Just bring the dude to the ground as fast as you can because otherwise he's going to pick up three, four extra yards every time because he's such a monster. And on Monday night, uh, Saquon was really good. He had the touchdown, that breakaway touchdown. He had 14 carries, 81 yards, one touchdown, that long run of 36 yards. And you, you said it, Abdal. They, they need to wrap up and take down Saquon in this contest. Also, keep an eye on Daniel Jones. He can run the football, too. Mm-hmm. He ran for 79 yards against the Cowboys, nine rushes. So, you know, something that the Bears defense is going to have to get better at is is getting to the defender quickly and then taking them down. And it's something we've talked about here on the podcast uh, throughout the, the start of this season as the Bears are 2-1. and one. Uh, On Wednesday, Matt Eberflus got a chance to talk to the media, and they uh, kind of look at the situation and what we saw against the Texans in that contest, in the second half adjustments the Bears made against the Texans that led the Bears to a victory 23-20. Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, obviously, like you said, we do make adjustments, you know, obviously in-game adjustments, in-game tactics where you're changing, adjusting, you know, uh, fixing an issue that you might have in a series, you know, series by series. Um, but, you know, halftime for us is very organized. Uh, we have a lot of information given to the players from up top. Um, and the way we do it, I'm not going to disclose all that, but uh, um, I think it's very good. And, and the players know exactly what's going to come in the second half in terms of what we're going to call and how we're going to uh, attack um, an offense. And uh, that's just uh, we've had that in place for quite, quite a few years now. And first year with the Bears, but he's talking about the way he's kind of handled his defense, his team, uh, as uh, they've gone about their business in Indianapolis as a coordinator. Iberflus also talks about the need for more sacks defensively. I agree with this, right? Like, if this Bears defense is going to be in the category of some of the better defenses around the National Football League, you need to get to the quarterback. You need more sacks. Well, what we saw in the first game, right, against the 49ers, I think might be the recipe for what you can do against the Giants. Now, Daniel Jones and Justin Fields are two of the most pressured quarterbacks in the NFL. I think they're like top two, right? And so the Bears were able to get pressure against Trey Lance in the 49ers game with only no blitzes, only rushing four. And so that left him with an inability to run and really, you know, because you can't really take off because you still have the linebackers out there. You might bring a safety up or whatever. So I think that if you can do that, if you get to can get to J- Daniel Jones, but also keep him in the pocket and not let him escape and run, because if you're blitzing and you're bringing a bunch of dudes and he takes off and then you've got to rely on a safety to come back up or a corner to come back up to try to get him, he's going to get and he's going to run for what we saw against the Cowboys on Monday Night Football where he had over 70 yards. So you have to find a way to get pressure without blitzing, something we haven't seen the Bears be able to do since that first game against Trey Lance. Here's Zebraflus on Wednesday talking about the Bears needing to get more sacks. Yeah, we need more. We need more. And again, it can come from all levels. You know, we need to, uh, you know, come from pressure players, you know, safeties, linebackers, uh, nickels, um, and the front. So it's got to come from everybody. Um, certainly we want our four-man rush to get, you know, get going there, and we will get that going. But uh, certainly we need to have some from other other spots as well. So that's Matt Eberflus spoke to the media on Wednesday. Bears and Giants on Sunday. 
in the Meadowlands. Uh, now, the player that we have not really discussed to this point on today's podcast, Justin Fields. Uh, we broke down the game from the Texans on Sunday uh, on our podcast from Tuesday. Uh, Justin Fields goes 8 for 17, 106 yards, two interceptions. Not very good. Justin Fields has had some time this week to kind of look back on that outing. He spoke to the media on Wednesday, and he talked about dealing and staying positive throughout playing poor football, even though this team is 2-1. and one. You know, I've had bad games before. This isn't my first bad game that I've ever had. So, um, again, just looking at the past, you know, what can you do to get better? What can you do to improve? Um, just, you know, how you look at situations that, you know, maybe ha- have you had in the past like this, and um, what you do to respond to it. So, um, you know, we have a guy here for mental health. But, um, you know, really just, you know, just learning from your mistakes, knowing that you're not going to be perfect and just, you know, moving on and just, uh, you know, accepting the fact that, you know, we won the game. Uh, you know, that's it's easier to, you know, correct mistakes after a win and a loss, of course. So, um, you know, just correcting each and every mistake and, you know, just trying to be better in every aspect. So Justin Fields this week, uh, last week he was very um, animated. Uh, he gave really uh, strong, solid answers. That that was a decent answer on on the response on staying ment- uh, positive mentally. Uh, but some of the other answers that were given from the press conference on Wednesday, Justin Fields was a bit short, seemed annoyed, uh, and clearly not happy with his play, even though the team at the moment has a winning record. Uh, here's Justin Fields on things he needs to improve after the game from the Texans. I think they're really, you know, positive. Um, just, you know, trying to keep everybody on a positive page, just, you know, learning from us, learning from our mistakes. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's life, it's football. Uh, you got to make mistakes. You're not going to be perfect. So just learning from your mistakes and, you know, making sure it doesn't happen again. Now, anything you take away from Justin Fields, listening to him from Wednesday that uh, maybe uh, made your ears perk up? No, not really. I mean, just kind of his tone and like the difference. He sounded, he sounded happier after a loss than he did after a win right like I think that's what's getting lost in the shuffle here is that you've got a guy who is being we came in on Monday the dude's being attacked and they won the game yeah. like think about this we could come in here on Monday the Bears could be three and one right and we could have people that are still upset with the future of this football team and I understand it. I'm not saying I don't get it. I completely understand where you're coming from because you're like, look, this is not sustainable. You got lucky against a bad Texans team, and the schedule has worked in your favor. Monsoon against the 49ers, the great equalizer, right? You got destroyed by the Packers, okay? You beat a bad Texans team. You're getting a beat-up Giants team right now. We don't know what the, the Vikings are going to look like. They have some health issues. Dalvin Cook might not play this weekend. You've got the Commanders who look like a beatable team. The Patriots look beatable even with Mac Jones, right? So the schedule is working in your favor, but the mood is sour because of the future of the quarterback. But again, this team could be three and one on Monday. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. And it, it's it's just a weird week. Usually these weeks in uh Bears coverage, Bears fandom are after bad losses. Like I recall the uh the game where Jay Cutler was sacked, what, like seven times, yeah. eight times, and it was like all we talked about was how much he sucks. Mm-hmm. The offensive line sucks. Uh, and and this is a situation where it's a young team developing. And I don't want to say that, like, there's some kind of uh, guarantee. He could certainly bust out. I don't think that that's off the table. Of course it's not. The way he's I just looked- think that, like, he has shown way too much in his pedigree and coming, 
coming from college and what we saw of what he was able to do in college, I that's in there somewhere. It just they need to like I feel as if the mo- and it goes back to the conversation we had last week. The way this team is playing around 500, if somehow they can unlock that quarterback, this team's going to be pretty good. No, I think so too. Because will I, it happen this year? I don't know, but I, I feel like the, it. It all could happen at some point. I'm wondering if he came out today or yesterday and was happy-go-lucky with the media and the same thing. Like, I'm not saying that there would be backlash against that, but at the same time, y- you know, you're not playing well and you're joking with the media and you're like, oh, are, are, yeah, wouldn't absolutely. That be, wouldn't people would be, be those guys? People would be mad about so, it. So, like, what do you want? Like, what well, do you want from the guy? Like, you either, okay, either he's going to be short and he's going to be, because he's being ridiculed after a win, which is justifiable, he did not play well, or he's going to come in happy-go-lucky and people be like, well, look, he's not taking this seriously. It's like, come on, like, what, this, he can't win. He can't win. And you got to understand, he's also, what, 23, 24 years old? Like, he's still young. He's still new in the league. It's his second year in the league. He's 23. Okay. So, He's still got time to develop. He still has time to learn on the job. It's week three, and I hope, because, listen, I'm picking them against the, the Giants. I think they can beat the Giants. They're better. They are better than the Giants. And I understand it's a road game and it's tough, but if we come in here on Monday and they're 3-1 and one, and he played like he did against the Texans, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be, this guy's a bust. They need to open it up more. I need to see more. Oh, but there, what more do you need to see from a 3-1 and one team? Like, we'll talk about it when they lose the game because he's the cause. But as of right now, they're 2-1. and one. They could be 3-1. and one. And, and in the first month of this, in a new coaching staff with a new regime, after you got rid of a ton of players and you have all these unproven dudes, to be 3-1 and one is something that this team is going to and should be proud of. So through four ga- three games, Darnell Mooney has four receptions, 11 targets for 27 yards, Oof. no touchdowns. And that's it. Those are the stats for Darnell Mooney to this point this season. Justin Fields on Wednesday, he was asked, what's going on with your connection with Mooney? Still have the connection. Um, you know, we're not going to force it. I feel like, you know, y'all talking about it. You know, I was staring him down a few, a few too many times in the game. So, um, you, know, and, you know, he probably told me that too. Like, bro, don't try to force anything. Just let it all come. And, um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. So, you know, when you know, the time comes, that time will come. But. Fields was also asking. Hold on, hold on. What? That perked my ears. Oh, okay. play that again. Oh. Still have the connection. Um, you know, we're not gonna force it. I feel like you know y'all talking about it. Stop you know, it. Staring him down. A few, a few. You guys are talking about it. He's listening. I'm not saying he's listening to the Bear Down podcast or listening, but he knows what is being yeah, said. The about conversation him. that's out there. He knows on what's media, being probably. said about him. Okay. Yeah. That's why he's short. That's why he's being you know, Kurt with people is because they won a game. And if you listen to the clips that are going around of him being mic'd up and all that kind of stuff, right? He admits it. It was ugly. Like he's, he's on the sideline talking to Eberflus, talking to everybody else. Ugly, but we got the dub. Ugly, but we got the dub. He understands that he played poorly. I'm not saying don't comment on it. That's our job, right? Like that's people's job in the media is to comment on this, but don't be surprised when he comes in and he's short with everybody because people have been trashing him for the last four days. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Any conversations with Mooney? Nothing much, really. Um, you know, we both know what our what we expect from ourselves. So, um, just just really get back to work, like he did, like right after the game. He's on the jugs, and right after the game, I'm I'm watching the uh, 
film. So just just get back to work. All right, get back to work. Giants Bears on Sunday, and and I think the Bears. I agree with you. Uh, I think the Bears do absolutely have a an opportunity here to win a football game. Uh, gambling wise, I will be taking the Bears plus the points because I think that that is. Uh, Based on your assessment, uh, they could certainly win. So if you're going to give me some points in that yeah. situation, I don't think the Giants, uh, from what I saw on Monday night, they are beatable. And based on the defensive numbers, I think the Bears are going to hang tough. And it will be up two fields to hit some open wide receivers and score some points and, and actually get this offense moving. And I think if that's the case, I think the Bears beat the Giants on Sunday. You've got two shaky quarterbacks. I understand that Daniel Jones has been better, but you have two shaky quarterbacks. You have one team that's better running the football, and you have one team that is 11th in defensive DVOA while another team is in, like, the 20s. Who are you going to take? I'm going to take the team that has the better defense, and that's the Bears right now, so I'm going to take the Bears. Just not, If you put those two teams on paper— I would take the team that has the better defense and is better uh, running the football. And that statistically right now is the Bears. So it's not that not being a homer or whatever or anything like that. I just think the Bears are a better football team. I said at the beginning of the season when we looked at the schedule and said that they're not going to be one of the five worst teams in the NFL. I said they're better than the Giants. I still think they're better than the Giants. Daniel Jones is playing better than Justin Fields right now. You can't argue that. But I'm still going to take the better overall football team. And I think even though you have two new head coaches – I still think that Matt Eberflus is more ready to be a head coach than Dable is from what I've seen so far this season. It's possible. It certainly is possible. I don't I don't disagree with that. I think the only knock so far you can have on Eberflus in like in coaching 101 is the three timeouts at the end of the first half. Yeah. So far in three in three games, right? Dable has had some other issues going on in in New York that you can look at. And I think that he's trying to turn Daniel Jones into uh, Josh Allen, and I don't know if Daniel Jones is capable of being Josh Allen. He certainly can run the ball, and he can throw short passes, but he is not Josh Allen. Week four in the NFL, the Bears travel to New York, a legendary uh, matchup in NFL history. The Bears and the Giants go way, way back. So th- this is one of those matchups that, like, even when the teams aren't good, I like watching because there's historical reference points to uh, both of these NFC teams, uh, the Bears and the Giants, and can't wait to watch on Sunday. Uh, we give you the preview pod on a Thursday, and we will talk to you on Tuesday to recap the Bears and the Giants right here on the Bear Don Podcast, Tuesdays and Thursdays right here on the ESPN Chicago app.